0: Breaking it down with Frank McKay, the most intriguing talk in talk talk radio. 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 I'd like to welcome everyone to Ransom Notes. Frank McKay here, so much more importantly. Kathy Ransom is the author of Ransom Notes. She is the, uh, the, the weekly trumpeter of ransom notes too. And, and if you, you have to sign up for that, you'll get some wonderful thoughts there. And she, uh, was the subject of a, uh, of a radio series before she became her own host and, uh, of a podcast slash radio show. And she'll have a faith-based, uh, tv station to let everyone know you'll be able to get that on roku through the roku channel and and amazon fire and everything else and and again like everything she does it's faith-based and just wonderfully put together uh right now let me without further ado bring in kathy ransom kathy
1: how are you i'm just fine it's uh, a, a nice day out it's july It should be burning hot, but it's really rather comfortable. So for an Illinoisan, I have really no great complaints. But you did mention to our audience that uh, I'm the author of Ransom Notes, and many of the people in the audience may have normally received those. I just need to let the audience know that uh, for two weeks, my computer has been in the computer hospital, so I have not been able to send them out. I rechecked with the hospital quote at today, and he's working on it. So hopefully before the week is over, I can uh, send out the, the past two issues so that we'll be back on schedule.
0: I'd say well it's wonderful and and you know you'll uh, I'm sure make up for it in uh, in spades um, it's uh, you know it's interesting you said that, uh, the uh, the computer hospital anytime I have computer trouble I have to send it to the hospital because I don't know any home remedies uh, I, I'm just not a uh, I'm just not a computer person I'm I'm not too bad with certain things but technology wise but c- computers and when it gets into viruses or things like that forget it
1: did you know what uh, national day was yesterday this is totally on a different subject
0: um yesterday no i don't yeah
1: well yesterday was national ice cream day ah and I just wondered if you had accidentally celebrated appropriately or if you had stayed away from all of that luscious ice
0: cream I did I celebrate every day uh, national ice cream day and uh, just every chance I get I, I, I actually had a kitty cup a kitty cup of of triple chocolate brownie or something like that it's a uh, Cave put it out and so I did celebrate even though I didn't
1: know I unwittingly celebrated. That's that's great. You're really right on target. Uh, I <clears throat> I uh, read a recent study that uh, uh, that was sort of scary, or a little disappointing, or uh, made me sad. Perhaps would be a better way. That uh, and uh, be anxious to get your reaction to it. It said that nearly one half of Americans have three or fewer close friends. Now, when you hear that statement, a do you think it sounds sensible? And if it is, is that a problem? Should we have friends? I, I mean,
0: I, I I think unfortunately, it sounds sensible to me. Um, that it's it's her- horrible. It's it's tragic in so many ways, but I I would think that. That wow! I, I, my God, three or fewer close friends because I have a lot more close friends than that, and, and you know, and, and you know, and I'm maybe I'm not the norm, uh, and I know you. You have uh, dear friends and, and loved ones that you uh, you stay in touch with. I, I hope it's wrong, but I I'd, I'd have to. I unfortunately I, I I don't like to admit it, but I I would I think it sounds like a reasonable statistic terrible it's terrible but what do you think
1: it, and i, I and, and i don't know the source of it i it was just a, a piece in the, a piece of writing and it really doesn't make any difference it, even if it's not quite accurate the thought of not having friends close friends but it, 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 so then as i was thinking about that how would you define a close friend from a casual friend
0: I think a, a casual friend, and we, you know, we all know them. Um, casual friend is somebody that you might see. Let let's say uh, a friend of a friend, but uh, you you consider that person, uh, you know, uh, someone that uh, that's a friendly face type of thing. A close friend is somebody that you bring into your life that you give access to your thoughts and hopes and prayers and. Every, uh, everything along those lines. So a close friend to me is, is someone that you could talk to uh, about your true feelings, about concerns, uh, about fears, about, you know, joys. Um, friends, casual friends, um, are, are people that you've been seeing all over the years, and but never really sat down and, and, and shared yourself, or, or have they shared you, uh, themselves, with you? Uh, I, I don't know. How is that for a definition of both?
1: Well, I, I, I mean, I think that probably m- mirrors my own feelings about it. I, I, I certainly have tons of friends because I'm very, very fortunate, and I tend to be more of an extrovert than an introvert. So uh, I have per- personality char- characteristics that, I suppose, in a sense, reach out to people. I try to reach out to people who I think are lonely sometimes, and they probably never be often don't become a close friend, but certainly are someone that I try to relate to and help them feel needed and wanted and share and 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 do some of that. I, I suspect my most close friend was my own brother, and that ties in with some other kinds of things that we may mention in a moment. Because he was the one in my family that I felt I could really, uh, at, at various times, when the day got quiet, the rest of the family had gone to bed, when I would go to visit his family, he and I would share, and I really shared some heart things with him. And of course, he's been gone a long time now, and I miss that. I miss him, period, but I, I miss that opportunity because he was a Christian. He also understood some of the things that some friends don't, perhaps aren't quite as associated or connected with the Lord, and that's, that's okay, but it made it easier for me to talk about some real heart issues that I had. I don't know. Do you think people get lonely, or is that just a figment of our imagination?
0: no i think people get lonely i i think people that uh, aren't even alone could get lonely and it depends on on them and again i don't want to you know point the finger at at the uh uh at, at those who are um suffering from this but in many ways uh sometimes we isolate ourselves uh by not sharing our feelings with um with people. we we choose to do that I, again I, I, by no means, I, I don't want to be taken uh, taken the wrong way here, but some people choose, uh, choose to be alone, and even if they're not alone, they choose to be lonely by their actions. Now, there are some people, that doesn't mean that, you know, they should be ignored, oh, you know, that person took that upon themselves, I'm not saying that at all, um, but we... And'm and I'm, I'm big in Kathy, in, in saying uh, that I take full responsibility for everything, every setback that I've ever had and uh, and I mean it. I mean it sincerely. I want my children to feel that way and they could be proactive. Um, if you are uh, if you truly don't want to be alone, I think there are ways of doing it. And I think by by worshiping it publicly, uh, there is a better chance of you being embraced by others. Um, but I I do think that we we have some power not to be alone. If you're sick and uh, and and you can't get out to worship, then it, obviously there's a much uh, more difficult um, uh, uh, task ahead of you. But I do believe I, I do believe that uh, that uh, that we can go out and make friends. We can go out and make contacts and be part of things if
1: we truly want to be. I think though you've used a word that is essential. Sometimes we have to step out and try to be a little less introvert, uh a little agre not not aggressive in a mean only sensible way, but sometimes we have to be the person who goes up to the stranger and says, as I often do at church, I don't believe I've seen you before. Perhaps I've forgotten. Uh I'm Kathy. Uh, I, I sort of extend a hand of friendship. Do they become a close friend? Most of them not, but at least we start a door opening for people to be friendly. But I, I, I also think, Frank, that there's a uh, there's a balance in our life that we need to have friends. We need to have close friends in whom we can can have conversations, but we also need periods of aloneness and time. And I was thinking about that. Jesus went into the garden when he'd had a long, stressful day. He went by himself into the garden to pray with his father. Uh, Paul, Saul, after he was converted on the road to Damascus uh, and acquired a new name, Paul, he had to go into isolation. He was blinded on the road. He had to go into isolation for a while before uh, the Lord approached him. Uh, I think that alone time was a time for him to think about his life. I don't know exactly what went on in his head. Obviously, I wasn't there. But I think the principle of the balance between meeting friends, Jesus, on the other hand, certainly had the 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 12 were around him, but he had three of those, the inner circle, so to speak. I think of those as the close friends, the ones who he probably really shared his real heart with when he was troubled or had a concern or when things weren't going right. And we've been studying Proverbs in the class I teach on Sunday. And a couple of them just popped up as I was thinking about this idea of friendship. And, and I want to share too, The first one is from Proverbs 18, chapter 18, the 24th verse. And there's an interesting word in here, Frank, that I hope you hear when I read it, because I want to just talk about it just a second. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother, and that's probably the phrase lots of us have heard. So what's what's sort of the interesting word in that proverb?
0: unreliable
1: yeah I, do we have unreliable friends I, yeah i
0: think i i think we do and um and and sometimes we could uh, we we Ooh. can trust people that we should we should never trust the uh the, the truth of the matter is that we have a um uh you know we have a gauge uh, that that we can um a judge and judges a seems like a terrible word, but that we could make a judgment of of who we should allow access to um and and quite frankly um at cert, uh, at a certain point in life i think we uh we we should uh, we should be able to know who to trust and who not to trust, even though we get burnt sometimes um but uh yeah i i mean there there are unreliable people that uh, are just not uh, not fit uh, to to
1: give access to. And these are, well, these,
0: these are people we, we have to keep an
1: eye on. Well, certainly Solomon and his Proverbs here, uh, and the writers of Proverbs, because they're more than just Solomon, uh, obviously believes that he, perhaps we need to be alert to these unreliable friends. And I think we see in television programs and so forth the person that you think is a friend and then they turn your back on you and 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 i realize those are extremes and most of us never have that kind of thing but we do know that we have even if we don't have a large circle of human friends there's always this one that we should remind people that there is a friend who sticks closer to a brother and that's the lord uh, so even if you're on an island and there's nobody else there to to, to have a a real heart to heart with, we should always remember that if you know of somebody who is lonely, maybe that's the way to get them to start. Hey, think about the Lord and can start thinking of Him not just as a deity, but as a in, which of course He is, but also think of Him as a as from His person side, uh, His humanity side that he is a friend that you can trust to the very end, and you can tell him the bottom of your heart and your aches and your pains, and I think we need to do it. A couple of, uh, some of our friends were on a, a trip recently up in Alaska, and all 10 of them got the virus and at different times, and I, we were visiting with one of them we saw in the grocery store last week, chatting about it a bit, and she said the five days, that we were locked in one room, no key. They brought the food to us. We could not even go out and walk outside. We're so lonely. They had no one to talk with except each other, which I mean, they they love each other. That's not the problem. But you know, you get sometimes you like a little variety, and uh, so. It wasn't the proper place, but I wanted to say, yeah. But there was one other person you could have talked to. You know, you could have talked to the Lord. But I think we sometimes forget that it can be a casual conversation with the Lord. It doesn't have to always be formal church chat prayers. And, And and those those formal ones are fine. Nothing wrong with them. But He's also a friend, and sometimes friends can get. You know just a little more intimate and and that's kind of thing well it's been fun talking to you today but i've got one last thing i want to talk i want to share i know i know you know me this is from that little book i've quoted from a couple of times laughter never gets old well yeah well i found something uh did you know I'm a senior citizen. Okay, so you're too young to be a senior citizen, but so I'm describing myself so our listeners should not be offended. I'm talking when it says I'm, that's Kathy. I'm the life of the party, even if it lasts until (laughs) eight thirty. Which is pretty true. I'm usually interested in going home before I get to wherever I'm going. Yeah. All right, now think about this one and your senior citizen friends. I'm very good at telling stories over and over and over. Do you know anybody like that? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I'm a, I'm aware that other people's now this one doesn't apply to me at all, okay, because I don't have grandchildren. I'm aware that other people's grandchildren are as aren't as cute as mine. Now. When you had grandkids, you, you you still, you have grandkids, don't you? No, not yet. No, no, you don't have any. Oh, so this, this one doesn't, you're too.
0: doesn't apply to either one of
1: us. Yeah, well, I don't know. Would you, but, yeah, they could. Do you suppose when your kids were growing up that you thought they were the cutest, but you tolerated other kids? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I swear I sort of thought. I figured you might fit that one. All right. All right now and this is my last this is my last senior citizen quote. I'm a walking storeroom of facts, but I've lost the key to the storeroom door. Uh,
0: <laughs> very good. All of these I are know. very good. Well, who's the
1: author? Well, the author of the book is uh, Bob Phillips. P H I L L I P S. I do not know Bob. He is not a friend of mine uh he's it says he's a master compil- compiler of light and humorous sides of life, and that he has sold over eleven million copies of his books so you know what he's sold a few more copies than I have of ransom notes yeah, me
0: too uh, <laughs> all, all of my books combined he sold a few more copies that's
1: for sure. oh glorious yes. hey listen it's good to talk with you today
0: same here and to all of you uh stay stay close to the most reliable <laughs> Friend that you're going to have, and that's the Lord. Frank McKay here, signing off. We'll see you all next time on Ransom Notes. You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay,
1: the most intriguing talk in Talk radio. Radio.